We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. I've got Ryan Horvat with me. You can also check us out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. This is a uh, a big weekend, obviously. We've got the Packers coming up against the Saints, and I don't know if David Bakhtiari is going to play or not. Uh, I don't know how much you've talked to Sparky or whatever, but I, I'm super in on conspiracy that he tried to protest, then he got backlash, and now he's going to sit out to cover his ass. So I don't know if you care about that story or not. No, I mean, like, I do, but, like, this goes back to... All right, so... Um... Either way, he's been he's been nursing a knee injury for three years. So here's the thing, like I and David Bakhtiari, my mother-in-law replaced two knees in the span of six months and can walk better now than him. Dude, I got arthritis in my fucking hip, and they keep having to try to hold the kid back. I'm out there running full courts, though. I'm just kidding, but yeah, I mean, this is and this is what I'm saying. So. I'll always love like Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, Adrian Amos, but it was like time for the retirement home, the left wing of the retirement home to go to New York, obviously. And I get it because he's still one of the better pass protection uh, left tackles in the league. You know, a pass pro obviously grades out very well still. He's still a hell of a player, but he's not getting any younger. And you look at what the, what the Packers have historically done. And I get, you know, it's easier to trade him away next year and move off of that contract. But you look at what they've done historically and the things that have pissed us off but have always been the right decisions. It's saying goodbye to Corey Lindsley and TJ Lang and Josh sitting a year too early rather than a year or two too late. And Bakhtiari is still a hell of a player, but they should have just traded him to New York. They'll never sign – like, they're not signing Jenkins. They'll, they won't, they'll never sign a lineman like this again. And that's the one position that they've done a hell of a job evaluating and bringing in. Like, sure, like some of these guys have been frustrating as shit. I never need to see any more Royce Newman in my life ever again. You got to move off of those guys a little bit quicker. I know. I mean, it's obviously a really hard position to pick up any position on the offensive line, especially the tackle position. And you have a young quarterback in Jordan Love. So you want him to do right, especially because this year and next year, all about evaluating Jordan Love. So you want him to have your tackle out there, your all pro tackle, but he's never out there, dude. And what, like, does he want to play football anymore? He got the bag and Rogers and his buddies left. And I feel like now he's kind of just like, fuck it. And I know, fuck it. So I'd trade his ass. I'm so, I, I did get like, nobody a kick knows out of fuck it more than you. <laughs> I got a kick out of like him, like giving Damaski shit and stuff. 
I still like Bakhtiari, but this the reason I like the Packers this year, and I'm all in on them, they're fun. Like last last week, granted they lost that game to Atlanta. It was a fun game to watch. It was frustrating because the defense is still the same defense. And I was sick last week, so I actually didn't have the chance to talk to Sparky. I'll talk with him tomorrow or, well, Friday. We're recording this on a Thursday. But really quick on that, um, exciting game, fun. I saw you shitting on LaFleur a little bit. I actually thought LaFleur was in his bag. I thought he was really good. I thought He's Jordan a guy, I, I just think – I think Joe Barry – about all football – I just think he's a bad management of game man. And I don't want like, I know like, you know, people calling me Gary Wolfel on Twitter and like people actually liking this nonsense, but I'm sold on, you know, I think LaFleur is good. I don't know that he's great. I think Jordan loves good. Um, I think the offense is really fun. Like, look what they did. That was, we still haven't seen Christian Watson. Romeo Dobbs is banged up. Jaden Reed's looked pretty damn good as a rookie. He's finding guys, Jordan Love. But um, Joe Barry, not good. Also can't take all the blame, though, because this team still can't fucking tackle. So what I'm wondering... Savage had the guy in the backfield on fourth and two. I know how good Bijan is, too. Like, we all got to see the cool Twitter video. But yeah, not all on Joe Barry. I think some of it has to fall on Gutekinds and how he's evaluating this talent on the defensive side of the ball. I hate to say it, but, like, my biggest question mark's involving this team i don't want to be called a jordan love hater anymore i think jordan love is like that's the reason i'm excited to watch every sunday right now i have no beef with jordan love i wanted aaron Rodgers as a starting quarterback until it was time for him to retire but i have no beef with jordan love i actually think he's exciting the offense is fun but the defense i don't know man like i love jair right he's a good corner but is he a great corner is he really the best corner in the league he talks a lot of shit and i know that like if you look at the numbers the pro football focus numbers they're great but like you got to fucking house that pick six, dude. You don't get many opportunities because they don't target you very often. And he's still giving up grabs. And a lot of Nothing that I, I hate more like, than the almost catch. Look at your hands. How did you let me down? You feel like that defense. Like there's a lot of they talk a lot of shit, but they've never fucking done anything. And so, you know, that, that's still my issue with this team. But they're fun as hell. That game was fun. But that's the reason I can't say this is a playoff team or this is a team that can win a playoff game because it still has nothing to do with Jordan Love or the offense. Although, hold on. I do got to get back to the offense. Now we know why they were making phone calls for Jonathan Taylor, and I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'd give up making phone calls for Jonathan Taylor. He's going to play this year. Somebody's going to get desperate enough, probably Miami. I... I can't watch anymore AJ Dillon. I'm sure he's a great guy. I know that he spends a bunch of money and helps the economy in Door County. I want to see is he in Door County though in the wintertime or is he only there in the summertime? I'm just, I just tired of him tripping over nothing. Dude, like like I've said since his rookie year. He looks like Mike Allstott. He runs like Warwick Dunn. Aaron Jones is a buck sixty-five. He runs harder. And the problem is none of these other guys are any good either. So um, that's the only issue I have with the offense is AJ Dillon is he's bad. He's bad. I don't think he's an NFL running back. Well, maybe he'll join the new XFL USFL merger. Big news in my neck of the woods. Um, I can't I think that Great that man. is huge. That, that merger of those two leagues saved football in America. Cause the Saudis were going to try to buy one and they'd fuck everything up. So thank God they didn't. We'll get to the NFL picks, but Ryan Horvat, 
there, you know, sometimes people search their whole life for like the meaning of life and specifically their life. But it's without question, you were put on this earth to watch and bet college football. And what an amazing weekend we're going to have. Uh, Clemson's dog shit, but I guess that Florida State Clemson game will be fun. UCLA and Utah are two ranked teams going at it. Ole Miss and Alabama, Oregon State, Washington State. But no one will watch that because they'll watch Ohio State and Notre Dame. And you've got Iowa, Penn State at the same time. My Colorado Buffaloes, a 21-point dog against Oregon. Uh, this is just going to be an epic-ass Saturday. You know, we've been treated in these college football weekends. Eh, one game, eh, two games, eh, not really anything fun, but this kind of went crazy. This weekend, this Saturday's going to be bonkers, man. Oh, I can't wait, man. Notre Dame, Ohio State, the primetime matchup. We haven't beat them since 1936. Can you bet that game without being a homer? Yeah, I bet Ohio State. Well, what I did was I bet the game of the year, seven and a half Notre Dame was, and I was like, ah, the market's off on Notre Dame. I think they're going to be a lot better than the market's projecting here. And I was right because we're all the way down to three, but then I had to buy back in on Ohio State. I just think – so I think Notre Dame is going to be a really popular underdog. And I shouldn't want to take my team. They're at home. But, and I heard a guy that I really like, Brad Powers, he was talking about this. If I don't want to steal people's shit if I hear it, I got But I've always had this issue as a Notre Dame fan, too. Anytime like Ohio State comes to town, it's always 50 50 or like 60 40. Like, it's kind of like when the Cubs like invade Miller Park. You know what I mean? Like, that blows because you have home field advantage. Not that it really matters so much in baseball, but it does in football. And it's probably going to be like fucking 50% Ohio State fans. That scares me a little bit. But what really scares me, I love Sam Hartman. But if you actually watch these last two games, last week they didn't play anybody. They played Central Michigan, and he took a couple really bad shots. He took this one shot, and then he didn't. He missed a couple throws after that. But two weeks ago against North Carolina State, there was this weather delay. And it was two and a half hours long. Before that, though, Notre Dame didn't look very good in the first half. They only had three points. And Sam Hartman was getting the shit kicked out of him. And the reason I liked him at Notre Dame was because I was like, all right, this is going to be the best offensive line he's played behind. They don't run the mesh offense. You know, at Wake Forest, they run a great offense. But the linemen there are 250 pounds, and they don't really have a run game. Notre Dame has the best running back in all of college football, Audric Estime. Go back and watch the YouTube clip last week of him hurdling a motherfucker. What I love about him, he's like, he's what you want in A.J. Dillon. In fact, Matt LaFleur is a Notre Dame guy. Please draft Audric Estime. Please. Like, watch all the film on this guy. He's the number one rusher in all of college football. He averages six yards per carry after initial contact, whereas A.J. Dillon just falls to his, the fucking ground for whatever reason. This dude is just boom. Anyway, though, the worry I have in this game, Ohio State's defense I think is really, really good. Top 10 in the country. I know the offense isn't the offense from last year. Kyle McCord isn't C.J. Stroud. But I wonder what Notre Dame does defensively. Do you play man coverage on Marvin Harrison, maybe play a safety up top? That's what I would do, force them to run the ball, force Kyle McCord to make a second read, try to take Marvin Harrison out of the game, make some mistakes, hopefully. First road start against Notre Dame in hostile territory against a pretty good defense that gets healthier this week. But the reason I have to take Ohio State is their defense. Sawyer on one end, JTT on one end. Not your classic like Nick Bosa, Chase Young type edge rushers, but Notre Dame's offensive line, Joe Alt, their tackle is going to be a first-round pick. But on the other side, 
I'm worried. And then their interior of their offensive line is getting the shit kicked out of them the last couple of weeks against lesser competition. So they haven't beat them since 1936. I'll gladly lose some money. I just think that everybody's going to take Notre Dame. It seems great on paper because Sam Hartman's the best quarterback in the nation right now. But uh, the games, as you know, Bart, are one in the trenches. And Ohio State just has so much freaking talent that I still think that they win this game, unfortunately. Uh, favorite bet, though? Fuck your Buffaloes, dude. Here's the problem. The market, we were going to get such a gift. It was going to be a 15-point spread. My life savings were all going to go on Oregon, who I like a lot. I love their coach, Dan Lanning. They're tougher than your usual Oregon team. Bo Nix is a Heisman candidate, completes 70% of his passes, a bunch of weapons. They hung 80 week one. Colorado's defense is shit once you get past their starters. Like, Colorado is a better football team than we projected because Dion brought a bunch of four and five stars with them. Their starters are good but their depth isn't their backups aren't very good. It's a lot of the shit that was left over from last year. You know what I mean? That it's a lot of shit that was left over from the last three years when they went five and 21. And now I know Travis Hunter is only a wide receiver, only a DB, but he's fucking both. And he plays 126 snaps. And if they win nine games, he's a Heisman candidate. Now he's out the next month. You don't have him in this game. I think that's worth more to the market than it should be only because they don't have that depth behind him. And this team isn't very good in the secondary. And now you're going against Oregon and all those. I just receivers. wish so many people didn't root again. Like so many people are rooting against them. Well, They're here's watching the at one fifteen in the morning. Not me rooting for them. Getting as drunk as I've been in way too long. But uh, rooting against them. Me too, though. Colorado State wins that game if they don't commit fifteen penalties for 190 yards oh, or whatever. Well, the 98 yard drive. But. You know, like what sucks is and so their the coach market, should have win for two and over. The market caught on though. They were like, "All right, smart guys," because the like the the, the 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 smart people are all waiting to fade Colorado and bet the good teams in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is loaded this year. But you've been against Colorado since week two. But the problem is, is that the market was like, "All right, we know you guys have been waiting for this. You're not getting 15 points, even though Travis Hunter, a wide receiver or DB, should only be worth like half of a point to the market. We're gonna make it more." And because Colorado shit the bed, they were three, four touchdown favorites over Colorado State, and they had to win that game in overtime. So now we go from 15 all the way to 21. Now we need to lay three touchdowns, and we have to hope for stops against that awesome offense. But here's the thing. Like, I think Oregon's going to be able to get pressure without blitzing. Sanders has been awesome, but he's not really a running quarterback. I just – the matchups all favor Oregon. I The bet to make, though, is Oregon first half. Unfortunately, it went from 11 and a half to 13, but Oregon minus 13, first half, biggest bet of the year. All right, let's talk some college or some NFL. We'll get to that here. I do want to remind friends of the show that Happy Place Hemp has a promo code that when you go to the website, you type in BART at checkout and you get 25% off every order. May I suggest the CBD CBN gummies that I have been really talking about a lot. They are the ones that work great for me to help me sleep. As you guys know, I've had a cough on you. Oh, my Christ. It doesn't help. It's not. This is not cough medicine, but I have a hard time falling asleep, which has been a common thing my whole life for some reason. Too much rattling on in the brain. These gummies help kind of settle me down a little bit, and I could fall asleep. Also, the Delta 8s, the Delta 9s, uh, they have the 50 milligram Delta 8s if you want to really have a fun weekend, like Chris Russell taking gummies. Uh, and watching college football, you could do that. Happyplacehemp.com is where you can order yours. Promo code is BART, 
25% off every order. Hey, I got to tell you who I saw at my kids swimming. Who? Do you want to guess? How would I know? So it's another Milwaukee area dad with kid kids roughly my age as my kid. Dario. No, uh, he's actually been in the news a lot because Shannon Sharp is shitting all over his brothers. Giannis. Shut up, really? <laughs> yeah. He was in the session before uh, my kid. So what would you do if you saw if you saw Giannis at your kid's swimming? Would you talk to him? No, I'd probably leave him alone, dude, because like he's there to watch his kid and i would think it would be weird if you weren't there, there to are a few guys thing. talking to him I, I i would have loved to be like hey take a picture with my kid you know but i didn't uh, do that just, little kid asked him for a picture and he said let me get my kids and then he did and then he took a picture and i just this is but this is why like this week is a, I, I only bring this up not to like well i bring it up because it makes me look cool because i saw him but also Giannis is getting shit on by shannon sharp for his brother's being on the roster. Technically only one is, but this is the kind of scrutiny that's going to envelop him. If he goes anywhere else ever, or he could live in Milwaukee, go to, you know, swim school and pretty much be left alone. I mean, what other superstar could take their kids to a swim school and then pretty much be left alone. I don't think he's leaving. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to brag that I, that I saw him. Not that I haven't like, I don't want to break too. I actually, uh, I watched Duke UCF with him when Taco Fall was there. Oh, yeah. And he told you that he wanted to dunk on Taco Fall. He did. He said, I can't wait to dunk on him. No, I watched, I mean, I was in the locker room post game and they held up post game so that everyone could watch that game. But I also stuck a mic in his face once with a piece of paper and I said, Can you read this? And he goes, Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bucks post game on twelve fifty a.m. I don't like being that fucking guy, dude. Because like, I want these guys to. I don't know. I would rather like be their friends. Like, I'd rather Giannis. You know, um, one day might he might see you and he might be like, you know, I like that motherfucker because it swim. You know, when I was trying to watch my kids, he let me. He didn't come. I feel like like he did. I was wearing my Ed Sheeran NFL shirt. Well, you know what he did notice. You know what you should do that would be dope again if, like, you ever if you ever like go back to this thing. So is he going to be there again? I don't know. I think what happened was everybody acted pretty cool, but there was a vibe, and you could tell everyone was was texting. Yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. Like, he. So I feel like next week at that time that he was there, everyone's going to shuffle their kids, and try to have them. Holy shit. That's the thing. Like, he can't, like, just throw on, like, a hoodie and some sunglasses because he's, like, seven foot eight, you know, fucking Giannis, like, with shoulders as big as everybody else's head. So he can't, like, you know, Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, they could just, like, throw on a hat and a hoodie. I think what you do is if you do go back, you wear, like, the fucking Air Freaks, the Air Freak Nike shirt. You get, like, draped in Giannis shit. And, like, let him know you're a huge fan, but you're also not going to bother him. Maybe give him a head nod. And who knows? Maybe he'll be like, I like this guy. And you'll get invited to, you know, like, Greek night. Our kids are the same age. We're destined to be friends. 
Maybe you guys could go down to uh, Gino's place where Bill Michael saw the naked bicyclers and told the story on air three consecutive days in March. Oh, I saw Bill, uh, Coach Bud the other night. Uh, hey, Bud. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I think Bud's still bumming around here, too. Someone someone saw him recently. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the coach, chlorophyll as you more like say. coach more like coach bum, coach bum because you changed the D to an M. I forgot he doesn't have a job. That's awesome though. He's probably just like fucking sitting around with this championship ring, drinking bottles of red at, at Julio's. Anyway, uh, all right. So Thursday night, man, what a Thursday night game, right? Woo! Love this. Hey, bit. You, told everybody that I take, you told everybody I would take the Giants. You were wrong. I I would take San Francisco. The Giants are shit. Okay, well. Maybe I was wrong, though, right? I'm too lazy to edit. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's start this game. Let's start with... uh... The, this line doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Game of the week brought to you by nobody yet, but you can get your ad right here if you contact Bart. All right, so the Chargers. Yeah, Ryan Horvath Fridays, uh, available for sponsorship. So the Chargers opened up as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Today they'll be sponsored by our friends at 4Golf, 4GolfApparel.com. Uh, backsla- no, promo code Bart. 4GolfApparel.com. They've got golf shirts and hats for, like, the fatties like me. Yeah. So uh, at some point, we'll find our swing of the day, our eagle of the day, our birdie of the day. Oh, I like that, actually. All right. Here's one where the Vikings. All right. So the Chargers opened up. This is the worst game of the week. They shouldn't even let you bet on this game. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers opened up. uh, You can bet on this game, but all bets should be refunded. These two teams playing each other at 0-2 is a recipe for disaster. The Chargers opened up as one-and-a-half-point favorites. They're now one-point dogs. Minnesota's a one-point favorite over the Chargers, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because the Chargers were three-point favorites over the Dolphins. The Chargers were favored last week and lost that game against the Titans. 
closed as three-point favorites, two and a half in some shops. Now they're dogs to the Minnesota Vikings, who are 0-2 with a terrible defense. This has stink written all over it, which means the Chargers aren't what I thought they were. They're really bad still. And Brandon Staley might be the first coach fired. Well, the Chargers are what you think they are. Like, what you think about the Chargers is what they should be. But Brandon Staley is such a roadblock. Yeah, dude, the Vikings are going to win this game. Like, this is where 10-year-old Ryan would be like, what the fuck? Chargers, I know they're 0-2, but they lost to the Dolphins and the Titans on the road. They're going to be fine. They have Vikings just can move the football. It's turnovers that are killing them. I'm with That's you on the, the Vikings. That's the thing. Like, Kellen Moore isn't the issue. Justin Herbert's pushing the ball a little bit more down the field. Offense could be a little bit better. But the defense, man... And they had the sack numbers. They were able to get after Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill had one of the better games of his career. Ryan Tannehill in the year 2023 can't be thrown for over 300 yards. We called this one, though. We both went with the Titans theory last week. We were right. I think the Vikings and all that offense are going to put points up on the Chargers. Maybe they get a couple takeaways. I don't know how they win this game, but the market's telling me that somehow they do. So I'm going to just take Minnesota. Skull. I hate that I have to do it because I picked the Chargers to win the. I do the clap because I'm with you. Skull. Skull. I uh, hate that we have to do this though. So go Chargers. I hope we're both wrong. Yeah, we love the Chargers. We're big fans. All right, here's another one. I'm going to be chalky. We get the Buffalo Bills opened at four and a half, all the way out to six and a half, taking on the Washington Commanders, who are somehow two and zero, six and a half point dogs. They beat the Denver Broncos. You know why? Sean Payton. Here's a hot take for you. How overrated is Sean Payton, right? Mike McCarthy might be a better coach. Oh, Look I say this every time I do CBS. I go, I and I, th- I think actually Michaels is the one that I first heard say he's uh, McCarthy with better PR. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, like Sean Payton seems to be going through some sort of like crisis in life, right? Well, Sean Payton bought a house sight unseen. And he realizes it's a it's a shithole. He's I don't like like I get like Nathaniel Hackett sucks, and I'm not defending Hackett, but I just thought that that was kind of a dickhead move too. Like Sean Payton thinks he's he's the guy. Like who the fuck do you think you are, kind of guy? You won one Super Bowl with Drew Brees. Yeah, you got back to one, but you lost. You got you won one Super Bowl. You know who else won one Super Bowl? Mike McCarthy. You know who's gonna win another one this year, baby? Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I that's agree. that. The Bills are six and a half point favorites over the Fighting Tobies. Good little story the Fighting Tobies are right now. I'm actually I've come back around on the Bills. I think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be fine. I think they beat the. Sh- they do this though, like they lose games against good teams because Josh Allen plays hero ball. But they do this. They beat the shit out of the bad teams, and I still think the Commanders are a bad team. Give me the Bills minus six and a half here. Uh, I kind of want to. I kind of want to take the Commanders. As the, the commandos not to win uh, six and a, a half lot of points. I mean, commanders did like almost blow that game. I mean, yeah, the hell Mary, but all right, I'll, I'll, I'll ride bills with you. The imagine fucking, I mean, I was going to say, imagine hitting a hail Mary and then not miss and then missing the two point conversion to tie the game. But then again, rem- like imagine like throwing a hail Mary in a playoff game. And then not even touching the ball and, and losing. Yeah, that would suck, whoever that ever happened to. Fucking Rodgers, that choke artist. I wish he could have played defense that year, too. All right, here's one that I bet. I bet Atlanta plus five, and I beat the market because it's down to three and a half. 
They take on the Detroit Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Detroit wins week one against Kansas City without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. That was their Super Bowl. They got their fucking – their their uh, their, their uh, Ski mask. Ski masks, thank you. Their foot, I've been sick all week. Their foot soldier probably have COVID, definitely have COVID. Uh, their ski masks going on. I don't give a shit. Atlanta, a lot of people were like shitting on the Packers or us. And they're like, Atlanta sucks. I don't think Atlanta sucks. I think Desmond Ritter sucks. I think Taylor Heineke might be an upgrade, actually. But Bijan's awesome. Algier's awesome. And the defense isn't awesome, but the defense is a lot better after they spent all that money and they brought in a guy like Jesse Bates. So I like Atlanta in this game, at least to cover the number. I think we overhyped Detroit a little bit. I mean, they probably win the mm-hmm. NFC North. We'll see. I like the Dirty Birds plus three and a half. Lions were almost my survivor pick this week. Uh, oh, I just like Detroit. I think they're. I like lose. them. I like them. I like Detroit. Uh, For survivors, double digit favorites. Why the fuck would you go with the Lions? I would take a breakfast ball on this one, though. Uh, I think you know, for my friends at fourgolfapparel.com. I think that I may be wrong, but I am. Go- I'm not doing survivor. There's a very obvious survivor team, clearly, uh, and you have to take them. Niners, Chiefs. Unless you think the Bears are going to rally around dysfunction. We'll get there. Uh, but I like the lines to win this game and to cover. So, All right. But give me the mulligan uh, if I'm wrong. Give me the, That'll be my mulligan play. Ooh, I beat the market here. Patriots opened up as four-and-a-half-point dogs on the look-ahead. Now two-and-a-half-point favorites because Aaron Rodgers is dead. Zach Wilson, shit. Jets go back home. Brees Hall's tweeting out that he only touched the football four times. They're all upset. I bet the Jets is three-point dogs because that's like a seven-and-a-half-point adjustment to the market, which makes sense because you go from Aaron Rodgers to the Zach Wilson ban. But hey, I think this is a Freem special. I like the I like the Jets here, dude. Um, home division underdog, three or less. He always goes with the home team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Jets here, too. I, I agree with the Freem special here and that defense against Mac Jones. Give me the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think it'll be like 14 to 13. They'll win on a Sauce Gardner pick six or some shit. I'm in a two-quarterback league. Uh, I did, I think, get the better of the trade overall, but I did downgrade my quarterback from Joe Burrow to Mac Jones. Uh, so I got to ride with Mac Jones. Okay. And okay. I see that, like, he's got he's high odds for – First quarterback bench, not injury. Like Mac Jones is the problem there. They're the Vikings. They're it's turnovers. No, no, Mac Jones won't get benched, dude. You don't hire Bill O'Brien, you know, to work with Mac Jones again. Juju Smith Schuster is bad. No, I mean team, New England. I New England. I really thought New England was gonna beat Miami, but I like New England to win here. I'm taking New England, taking the points. I'm taking New England. I mean, yeah, like New England might not be even that bad yet. Like, let's fucking pump the brakes, right? They lost to the defending NFC champs and the in the Eagles, and they lost to the Dolphins. So I think they're really good with Vic Fangio taking over as coordinator. So no, Mac's not getting benched. Matt, they Zappy. It's even on the active roster. They don't I don't think they have Are a they gonna that. ride out Zach Wilson though, the Jets? Because if they bench him, it's over. I think what the Jets should do is just, yeah, like because here's the thing, all right. I hear like all these dipshits talking about how. Now, Kirk Cousins would make sense because Kirk Cousins is good and with that defense. But here's the thing. Like, I don't think – I thought that team with Derek Carr would be fine. 
Yeah, but people are talking about like bringing out like Philip Rivers and shit, and like no, no, Tom Brady because that offensive no. line, any of these statues are gonna die, and I think this year if you have to suck, you might as well suck, and you you got to draft like a tackle. You got to get some offensive line help and keep stockpiling because you have all these young dudes on your team. Why are you gonna go like? Are you gonna go all in and bring out Matt Ryan, or are you gonna trade for even if you trade for Kirk Cousins? Do you like the Jets to win the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? No, like the people no. that like the Jets liked them because of Aaron Rodgers in that defense, not because of Kirk Cousins. And I think Rodgers is going to be back for the play- playoffs. There's no <laughs> chance. They're not getting to the playoffs. Did you watch Zach Wilson last week? I thought Mike Par- – Well, I even he still, he thinks he's going to cut the injury of this in half. I don't know yeah, if he's he- done it yet. His doctor's in Green Bay. I don't know if he's already gone. I don't know. I can see it happening. Cam Akers did it and he's a running back. Think of the way that they have to plant. Like all Rodgers really has to do. I don't know. I don't, they're not going to the playoffs. I don't want to talk about Rodgers. People get mad and they start tweeting me and call me Gary Wolfel and stuff. Broncos are six and a half point dogs. Holy shit. This was going to be a three and a half point spread. This makes sense. The Broncos are shit. Six and a half point spread. Dolphins at home, six and a half point favorites. I bet, um, the Bron- I'm going to bet the Broncos actually right now at six and a half. They're bad. I don't know if they're six and a half point. It's worse. Although this is the Vic Fangio revenge game. Defensive coordinator now for the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are the real deal. But the, the, the Broncos defense is still pretty good. I think they can hang within this number. I think this is like a field goal four point game. I'll take the Broncos here with the points. If they don't show up this week, it's over. And then what do they do? Like does Russell Wilson get benched? Because you brought out Sean Payton out of retirement. You like the what Broncos the here? Why wouldn't Sean Miami's Payton feeling play? themselves. They're going to be home. I kind of like Miami to cover that. Okay. I'm, that's probably the smart bet. I mean, right? Um, Denver's crap. All right. Let's look here. We got the uh, – we'll save the pay, uh, Patriots. Jeez, the Packers game. Let's go to the uh, Titans. Ah, Four-and-a-half-point dogs, the three-and-a-half-point dogs. Cleveland at home laying three-and-a-half. I know Nick Chubb is only a running back and shouldn't be worth much to the market, but Deshaun's not good. You know, Deshaun, I think Deshaun is a broken man. You know what I mean? Because how do you go from being, he was realistically, legitimately one of the better quarterbacks that we've seen. He was 1B. He was 1B. Right? I mean, dude, he completed 70% of his fucking passes. There was a game I went to the Packers. The Packers played the Cowboys. We were in Dallas. And I joked around and said, should we just drive to Houston? Because Houston played the Sunday night game. And Deshaun I, had like 1,000 touchdowns. And I I remember to my I friends, I was like, I think he's going to score three. And then he scored four. And I thought, well, he might as well score four. And, but, but he just looked as good as anybody. He looked, he was that. He was, it was Deshaun Watts him. Yeah. No, I agree, man, because now he stinks. I even did said he, I would... did, did he did you see those tweets? He created he's allegedly created a burner in the locker room after the game to defend himself on Twitter. Because there was this like burner really defending Deshaun, and yeah. it was created September 23. Yeah, I I think that they might be screwed because he's no longer good. But I will say this. Um I don't think this is the Titans special. I, I, I can't do it with Tannehill on the road now in Cleveland. Cause the one thing about Cleveland, they may be able to survive because of that defense. Like I was saying week one against the Bengals. And then again, you know, I granted they lost that game, but the defense is the real deal. 
And I like Jim Schwartz a lot as their coordinator. So I can't do it with the Titans on the road. I hate the number, but I'll take Cleveland three and a half point favorites here. Titans have won. Uh, the stat was since 2018, I believe, 28 times as the underdog. The Titans, yeah. the Titans theory isn't just a theory that we have. It's actual proof. It's a thing that occurs. Of data, yeah, supports this. But with so the Titans are going into Cleveland, uh, even with the Browns being the favorite. What's going to happen now is people are going to bet the Titans. Yeah. So the Browns are the favorite. They're going to bet the Titans. So the Titans are the underdog. But this is where the Titans theory comes into play. Is now that people are going to be on the Titans, the Browns win this game and cover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? I mean, yeah, I agree. Titans theory, it's 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 based in the underdog philosophy, but it's more than that. It's go opposite where the consensus takes you. God, I just don't know how Cleveland, like Jerome. I might almost survive the Browns. The Titans are absolutely yeah. losing this fucking game. Don't, don't. Do I that. won't, but. Here might be a good option. Jags are upset. They thought got about it. Thought about it. Thought about it. Trevor Lawrence looked like dumb. Uh, eight and a half point favorites over the Texans. Is that defense though? So Survivor, they just have to win. So I would like this, you know. Just I don't like, like a, the line. I think it's like a. The line stinks. Six or seven point win. Man, Houston's bad though. I, I bet I don't know why their win total was six and a half. That was one of my favorite under bets of the year, though, dude. And I like CJ Stroud, but he's a rookie. He doesn't have many options to work with. The defense, I do like what they're doing defensively. They already kind of are finding their identity over to you know, over under uh Demico Ryans. But uh yeah, I who this is a shitty one. I'll take the uh, Jags eight and a half point favorites in a revenge spot after. Oh, but uh, you will take the Jags. Yeah, I'll take the Jags. I can't. I can't take the Texans. I mean, I, I'm not betting it, but as far as like the show, got to give a pick for every game. Jags. Can't All right, I I will take the Texans to cover. Okay. India. Oh, another eight and a half point spread. Baltimore eight and a half point favorites over Indianapolis. I'll actually take the dog in this spot. Now I'd feel Who's better starting if- for the Colts. See, that's the thing. When this podcast drops, we'll probably know. But as of right now, we don't. Anthony Richardson hasn't cleared the uh, concussion protocol. This is going to be one of my favorite bets if he does. Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, has looked like the best rookie. I like Bryce, but they can't even quarterback sneak with him because he's four foot eleven. Anthony Richardson, granted, there's a whole side of the field he's still not really seeing. Can make the throws. He wants to learn, and uh, he's a better fantasy option than the other dickhead that I drafted, Deshaun Watson. And he's a better person off the field. I don't know how they're going to keep this one close. Actually, I do. Baltimore is beat to shit on the offensive line. They worked out four dudes last Wednesday. Uh, J.K. Dobbins done for the year. Bunch of injuries in the secondary. Indianapolis will keep this game close. Give me the Colts plus eight and a half on the road against the Ravens. Ravens do win, though. I heard there might be some bad weather on the East Coast. I haven't looked into that yet. Better not be. Better not fuck with my YouTube TV. I'll take the Colts to cover, too. These eight and a halfs, what a shitty number. Yeah, let's move off this game. I don't care. Eight and a half is like the worst number there could be. Dude. What's the worst number? Is it like four and a half or eight and a half? Four and a half is a dead number. Well, no, 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 no. I like like four and a halfs and eight and a halfs with the dogs. I don't lay – if I'm looking at favorites, you know, I'm looking at like two and a half, three, six and a half. 
Yeah. I would love to get out. I, actually, I can get Alabama six and a half this weekend. Anyway, ADD kicking in. Let's move on. Panthers, six and a half point dogs taking on the Seattle Seahawks. God damn, this is tough. Uh, Seahawks. Is this in Seattle? Yeah, I bet the Panthers, and they got me a push on Monday. I don't think I could do it again, dude. Um, I would take Seattle. Yeah. I'm going to go Seattle, too. Oh, and you know what? Bryce Young might not even be starting in this game. It might be Andy Dalton. I'll take the Seahawks here. Uh, we don't really need to spend too much time, I don't think, on that one. Or this one. Dallas goes from being a seven-point favorite to 12-and-a-half on the road against Arizona. That's a big number, but and I know Arizona's covered in two straight games. Give me Dallas all day, every day. Dallas is going to shut them out. This could be 20 to nothing, and we still win the bet. Dobbs has been fine against shittier, you know, competition like the Commanders, but Dallas is the real deal defensively. I'll take another favorite here. Give me the Cowboys. Man, Dallas' start to the season is a breeze. Right? Remember when the Cardinals signed Emmett Smith? <laughs> yeah. Just to and get- Edger and James. Oh, yeah, Edger and James. And yeah, they would actually like Carson Palmer. That worked out. I'm gonna do a tic tac series of you know how people are always like, here's a fact you didn't know. Yeah, you know that one guy on tic tac, he's like bald and he goes, like Here's this music sample, and then here's this one. Yeah, I fucking hate him. Why? Because I hate the like tic tac to each their own. I think that's an interesting concept. Yeah, I just hate the where you don't talk and you just go. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, fuck those guys. Say a word. Yeah. You're not providing any content. Say a word. Right. Right. And use Bart for 10% off over at uh, fourgolfapparel.com. Also, does Annie Ager tell jokes or does she just say what happens and does a face? And then horny white guys say, can't miss. Hey, do you think I'm crazy for betting the Bears plus 13 against the Kansas City Chiefs? It's a big number. Chiefs are at home at Arrowhead. Revenge game for Patrick Mahomes. Was told he was going to be drafted by the Revenge guy. game for Matt Nagy. Here's the thing. Bears are going to cover that number. It's too big. And they're a shit show, so everybody's going to bet against the Bears. But the I'm Chiefs, there's no way. They're, like The Chiefs are my survivors, so there's no way there's the Bears losing. win. No, but I don't think that they – I think they cover, though. So give me the Bears plus 13. I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time on that one either. There's I am of- actually going to take the Chefs. We're going to go Chiefs? All right. Well, uh, if you were – hey, hold on. This is a Dan Shaney YouTube moment on the YouTube stream. If you were watching somebody on the TV news and you saw this background, would you think respectability or loser? Respectability. Because it's the background. I I do hits now on Channel 12 every Monday I saw, I at 6.45 a.m. Yeah, I love it. It's but early. I use this background. Yeah, I, I like the background. To be and I wear a hat. I think the hat's fine, too. I, I had a nice little phone call with GE this week, and he goes, that's, a, that's an interesting choice wearing the hat, but I think it works. I go, yeah, Gary, it's not like I'm running for city council. They're asking a podcaster to bullshit about the Packers to kill three minutes. I can wear a fucking what? hat. I kind of agree with Gary, though. I think it's an interesting move, but, you know. But I'm committed now. Plus, you don't really... I'm getting a haircut today. Yeah, you got to go hat. Yeah, I agree. Hat. hat. And then if I do hair, I got a dark background. Yeah, if you do hair, you kind of look like... uh, I look like Todd from Wedding Crashers. Just say it. The painting was a gift, Todd. 
Hey, how about that uh, Sunday night game, which is going to feature? Um, Just so like, people know, we do the Packers last. Yeah, we do the Packers last. So I was trying to find the Sunday night game. Ooh, I bet this one. Oh my god, I bet the Raiders on the money line against the Steelers. The Raiders are three point favorites against. Oh, the I Steelers. love Pittsburgh. I love the Raiders, dude. That's a market indicator. Pittsburgh is my four golf apparel hole in one shot of the week. All right. I like the Raiders, so this is my shot of the week. I think the number's telling you everything that you need to know. I think they'll be able to generate enough offense, even against that defense. Steelers got some injuries. Also, Matt Canada needs to go as play caller. Like, I kind of like the Steelers coming into the year. I thought Kenny Pickett was going to have a nice second year. But uh, Matt Canada's a really bad play caller, dude. Give me the Raiders! Did you see that, like, chart? I don't know who fucking made it, but, like, Everyone offensively is right in the middle, and then the Steelers are way in the bottom corner. Is like they can't do shit. Yeah, Warren Sharp. Oh yeah, it's Sharp Sharpie, your boy, your boy, Sharpie, Sharpie, Coach Sharp. Guy hits eighty percent of his picks. He says, "Yeah, Fuck show me. the split, show the why, split, Manny." Why even? Here's a thing: if you hit fucking seventy percent of your picks, like yeah. why would you give that information to anybody on this planet? Why would you not be in Bermuda? Like with just groups going out making your bets. I had a really good college football season last year. I'll never duplicate 60% ever again. You know, I'll be happy to get like 52%. You know, but, but like I could see one year, you know, in, in not being a losing better, but I think like I saw Warren Sharp on his site said he hits 70% or something like that. He should be thrown in jail for that nonsense. Here's a word to the wise anybody that tells you they hit anything 70% of the time. Don't do it. What do you hit? Um, like last year. Let's see. Actually, I got it all posted. I don't have to. It's all. God, I hope you say like 70%. No, absolutely not. Definitely not this year, dude. I My problem this year is I'm betting too much. Like last year, I would pick and choose like four games. This year, I've gotten a little out of control. So I got to dial that back. This is not going to be the week. So last year, college football. Oh, I got to. I even got a star by my name as far as college football action network gave me. I hit in college football 56% of my picks in the NFL. So 56 last year, I hit 60. That's come down a little bit. I'm not having as good of a year this year. And then in the NFL, I hit uh, 55 last year, 135, 110 and five. So 55%. But that's profitable. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, and it, and they don't let me track uh, player props. So my number, not to toot my own horn, would be a little bit better because I play player props more. And like team totals, for whatever reason, that's why I use Betstamp now too in my link because they actually let me uh, track that stuff because that should count towards my record. You know what I mean? Like tonight, well, last night, whenever you're listening to this, I like Daniel Jones under 33 and a half passing attempts. I like stuff like that though. A.J. Dillon under rushing yards. I like him over tripping over casper the friendly ghost four and a half times all right let's talk some packers football oh we gotta get monday night oh yeah yeah we got a monday night game do we only have one this week right two two again yeah all right we can be quick with these though because you got the tampa bay buccaneers four and a half point favorites now at home i bet tampa five and a half i don't think the eagles are as good as they were last year and i think tampa bay is going to be a surprise team this Baker- eagles thing where everyone's like oh what's wrong with the eagles fucking nothing they just won boring ways they're fine yeah i like tampa. they go in like- there and win and cover you're taking the eagles yes 
All right, I'm taking Tampa. And then I'm going to take the Rams plus three against the Bengals because I think this number It'll be is the tough. greatest eagle in Tampa since I golfed with my dad and uh, recorded a 75 for the round. It's hard to call Rams Bengals. If Burrow plays, I like the Bengals. If Burrow doesn't play, I like the I like the Rams. I think Burrow might miss some time. Me too. That's why I bet the Rams plus three. And if I got to do something else and get off of that, I got to do something else and get off of that. Maybe play a Bengals money line if Joe brrr, goes out there. They might All lose right, that Kurt game. Bankard is, Kurt Bankard says there's no way. There's no way the Packers lose this game. None. He just can't see it. And Kurt Bankers played football. And Madden. I mean, I can see them losing this game, dude. The Saints I could are see good. Them losing this game. I could see them losing this game. Yeah. If you play this game a hundred times, they will win 50 and lose 50. See, here's the thing. I don't want to bet the Saints, though, because I'm kind of low on the Saints, too. And I'm going to be cheering for Green Bay. And I just want to like watch Jordan Love and like I got my jersey. I just want to like, you know, uh n- I bet against Green Bay last week with Atlanta. Just I thought that was a shitty matchup, man. Let's say David Bakhtiari plays and Christian Watson plays and Aaron Jones plays. I like Green Bay maybe, but without those guys going against Atlanta and you got a run defense that was shit last year going against Bijan. Their quarterback can't run. Take the Packers. Oh, man. I don't know that I want to pick the Saints, though. I'm going to pick the Packers, actually. Yeah, I am too. But how? That Saints defense is really good. Is Aaron Jones playing? I think they're all playing. Well, I don't know about Bach, but I think the skill guys are. I don't give a fuck about Bach. Bach, I mean, I do. But Anytime touchdown. Here's my anytime touchdown parlay. Christian right. Watson, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill. I don't like it. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to score. Also, nobody wants to pick him up. Oh, Mike Thomas is back to being a, a PPR machine, and I'm starting. Oh, to God bless you. I'm going to bet something. Michael Thomas. Oh. No, fuck that. I know. I, you know I love a good revenge touchdown. I know who's getting in the end zone. He ain't playing. Why? I don't think Jamal's playing. No, not Jamal. Who? No, Jamal's hurt. Um. All right, wait for it. Hold on. No, 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 no chance. He doesn't even play. He played 10 snaps last week. Yeah, they're saving him for this one. What the fuck? 11 to 1 only? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, anytime touchdown, 11 to 1. I don't, I want to bet him. What's Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill is uh, plus 220. Oh, my Christ. What do you think about, uh, Jesus. You know what? Fuck it. Jimmy Graham, revenge touchdown, 11 to 1. He comes back. He's like, I don't like the way you guys treated my boy Aaron Rodgers. Hey, what the fuck happened with Jimmy Graham? Like, remember right before the season, he got arrested on like a Wednesday night? I was like, oh, there's no chance. I think he got a mulligan. And how is he back? Why is he back? Did he not play last year? Yeah, in in. I get like missing the locker room and stuff, but wasn't the thing like when Jimmy was in Green Bay, he didn't really care about football. He just wanted to fly his planes. Now he cares about football so much he had to come back. Like, honestly, fuck Jimmy Graham. That said, eleven to one to score a touchdown. I'm gonna take Rashid Shahid anytime. 
I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take I'm gonna pick the Packers to win, but I won't be shocked if we talk next week and the Saints won this game. I just don't want more people mad at me on Twitter for telling the truth about the team. It's one guy that's anti you. No, there's a bunch of people that cry like little bitches. It's okay. It's okay to cry like a little bitch when somebody says something negative about your team, though. And I'm I'm a fan of the team too. I Notre Dame hasn't beat Ohio State since 1936. I have the leprechaun tattooed on my ass. Guess who I'm picking this week? Ohio State. Brian Kelly fucking killed the kid. He's not there anymore. You got a mulligan on that too somehow. I hate Brian Kelly. All right, dude. Well, this has been real. This has been fun. It's been real fun, actually. Glad to see you again. Glad to be off the men. I'm gonna go yep, I've been sick the entire summer. You may be dying. My kid asked me if I was. That's actually really sad. First, I was coughing, and he asked my mom, who was here, he goes, what's happening with my daddy? See, that's why you got to do the, what I'm telling you, you got to do the, uh, the, uh, the fasting. And then, and then he goes, daddy, are you going to die? Yeah, my son said that to me a couple weeks ago, but it was because I had the UConn football under 54. <laughs> they fucking went for two for no reason. Scored 55, and I just dropped to the ground. And Nate was like, are you dead? And I was like, I wish. But unfortunately, still. Right over, my ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. All right, dude, thanks. I got to jump on another one of these right now, and then I'm going to go to the uh, my virtual doctor. So I'll see you later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Let's talk some Brewers for a little bit. Brewers get the dub on Thursday, which gives them the series win. They did lose the game on Monday. Adam Wainwright, as you know. Uh, but the Brewers, hey, the Brewers, what a great gesture. They they stayed around and clapped. It was uh, very nice of them to do, to do that. I uh, do want to remind you about our good, good buddies at the Wisconsin Bike Fed. Because this is the time of the year where things get a little dicey, especially with the sun going down earlier. There's more people that aren't paying attention. There's more people that aren't used to the conditions. There's more people that don't turn their lights on right away. So the Wisconsin Bike Fed is reminding people, turn your lights on, slow down, look around. That message from the Wisconsin Bike Fed, wisconsinbikefed.org. And thanks to them for using this platform to help share that message. What is this? It's Tim Shea. Holy buckets. Sweet hat. I got a 1250 <laughs> hat on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Love I got it. my Thurston 10 shirt. Jimmy was one of the guys at our tailgate, so great to see him. Uh, and check out those guys. So, all right, uh, Brewers, let's, let's, let's pick it up, man. Brewers lose on Monday. Adam Wainwright, fine. And then since then, they were able to put up some runs. Seven on Tuesday, uh, eight 
on on Wednesday, Josh Donaldson coming through. And then six on Thursday with a six nothing victory. Wade Miley, pretty good. Six innings, seven Ks. Your boy Bukowskis came in there, whatever. Julio Tehran's back, and he had two innings of uh shutout work. So the Brewers, after this game, they knocked their magic number down to three. And it looks like they are clinching a spot in the playoffs and as NL Central champs probably this weekend, unless we put the cart real before the horse, Tim. Easy, easy now. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've i already purchased my wildcard tickets already, so I will be at the games for you, Bart. You're going. I'm going. I'm in. Boots on the ground? Boots on the ground. I will be at games one and two. Hopefully should I get credentialed? What? Yes, you should. I don't know. Come on. You're working media, Bart. <laughs> Why are you going to the game? I, I thought we could like hang out and. I mean, we can if you really want to. Yeah, I mean, I mean maybe I'll do post games for those. Would you want to go to a game with me? I mean, what would you buy? Solo tickets? No, I bought two. And you don't know who you're going with? Not, not yet. No. Oh, you absolutely! I want to go to a game. Okay. All right. See, now you'll say that now, and then you'll be like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like, well, it's very important. It's very important, especially for the uh, nine people that joined live on the YouTube stream when we did this. It's very important for those three quarters of a dozen people that I have a post game show. It is. I mean, well, trust me, a playoff post game, a postseason post game show. I think you should have a pregame show too. A pregame show? Yes. Like the Z-Bart on deck show? Yes. The Bart wow. Winkler on deck show, you know, for the for postseason. doesn't have to be long. You can you could do, listen to this. Oh, great idea. A pregame show with you. You can join like mid-fifth with me. We can do an in-game update, 10, 15 minutes, and then a full postgame show. I, I think I like where you're going. I like, don't, don't, that's, you know, I, I, I see, look at, see, this is what I come up with. A couple anyway. of comments on YouTube. Jake says, just do your post game with your iPhone in the parking lot. We could do it in the parking lot. We could. Jake says also Himothy Shea. M shark says Simothy Thay. Ken wants to see us at the game. And then at rounding third doing karaoke after. Ooh. John wants to know if anyone is in favor of Yelich's "quote unquote" injury lasting through the playoffs. No, no, no. I did have somebody comment to me, and it's not like I can pile on because I've been guilty of it. We're all talking about Bakhtiari missing one game. <laughs> How many is Yelich? Has he played this month? I think this is. I, didn't he play one game and then leave again over the weekend? I want to see wrong with him. I don't know. He's. I just think he's resting for the postseason, but and coming up with a magical injury. He played the first week of September. He played against the Nationals one game that was Friday the 15th. Yep. He has not played since then. Now, he did speak with reporters prior to Thursday's game. Uh, the update from Kurt. Uh, Kurt says, Yelich offered another update, says he's feeling better. Worked out prior to yesterday's game. Wants to return in Miami. And uh, the Brewers' current position has some impact on this. Like, there's no need to play him. Pretty much. 
I mean, they're doing fine without them. Well, yeah. Some, some would say they're doing even maybe a little better. But are there like postseason roster questions that we have to? Yeah, we're, we were. I was with a buddy. We were trying to figure out who's going to make this roster. You know, how many pitchers are you going to carry? How you know how many how many hitters? How many batters are you going to carry? How many outfielders are you going to carry? Who deserves it more? Does Josh Donaldson make the playoff roster? I think the team's pretty outspoken that they want Josh Donaldson to be a part of it because, and Craig said this too. They, they, you need home runs. Like they've said, you can you can score doubles and you can score singles and you can do hit and run and you can have great pitching, but you're fooling yourself if you think you can win in the playoffs without a guy that can mash taters. Does Rowdy make the playoff roster? I don't know. Your friend Grant just asked the same question. Ah. Literally the same question. Does he? I don't know. I don't think he does. Honestly. He's played himself out of this, so. Let me uh, bring in. He, he, I know him as the Sean O'Connell. Uh-oh. We we got some we got some Dan Shady insurance runs today. He loves he's, those. He he's loves naming those himself as filling void. <laughs> Sean's been very aggressive online about. You feel disrespected in this whole stadium conversation? No, just by you. You you get so angry that I, I have the unmitigated gall to tell people that I go to Milwaukee to see Brewer games. I, I'm sorry that triggers you, but I did get my my name tag to stick. I had to scour my entire wardrobe for one shirt, and I did find the one where it stuck. I think yours stuck. Somebody <laughs> else stuck. Uh, that oh, was like yeah. mine didn't stick until I brought it home and found the one shirt. I wrote that. Show everybody again. That's that's, that's some beautiful handwriting. Oh, is that from the tailgate? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was. Has that, have you guys ever noticed that like males have maybe? I've never male male handwriting is like snowflake. I've never seen two that look the same. But then female handwriting, there's only like four ways they write. <laughs> they all, all look the same, and they're all gorgeous. They're like calligraphy. Yep. Mm, yeah, that's and, a, that's, a, that's just my sexist thought of the day. Uh, yeah, mine mine looks like a caveman did this number. Uh, ug, unga, like you unga. use a crayon or something. Yes, yes, and um, and I blame uh, many sports injuries. Listen, oh my uh, god, what are you that. doing? <laughs> Tim, uh, well, actually, Tim, you'll find this interesting. Uh, in a beer league hockey game. I bulldogged the guy like this here and I punched the top of his helmet. Like right, I caught the right there, that lip in between those two knuckles. It was no bueno. And it's made that noise ever since. God, cut your hand off. <sighs> this is the jerk off hand. <laughs> I'll never cut that off. Bart Winkler. Didn't need to... I was just talking to my barber. He said, uh, you're still doing that YouTube thing. I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, is it family friendly? I go, yeah, why don't you tune in today and find out? <laughs> uh, if you remember, Bart Winkler, um, the, 
probably one of the first times I ever called in. It was with Chuck, and he was telling a story about uh, doing um, TV in Duluth, Minnesota. And I sort of remembered seeing him when I was a kid. And the weather lady there was um, a bombshell who wore very, very tight-fitting clothes. And I mentioned that, yes, she would turn me on as a, a horned-up little teenager and, um, you know, self-abuse, that type of thing. Because it was pre-internet, and uh, that was all we had. And the next caller was Cream City Carol. Um, it was a hell of a thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> um. So the Brewers are looking good, yes. Uh, I am surprised that if they were going to leave Yelich on the bench for so long, why not IL, 10-day IL, and bring somebody else up, give him a chance, a little look-see, or keep Joey Weimer up just so he could have got his time of service. And then the conspiracy. Well, theory. Weimer, Weimer, I think he's like doing well down there, isn't he? I saw they showed yeah. some. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he could have made his service time. Um, uh, uh, he, he missed it by one day. He did? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Fun. I, he'll be back up once they clinch everything. I'm not, I mean, that's another guy who will not be on the postseason roster. I I'm, don't not, think so. I'm not breaking news there, but what do you keep 26 just like regular season? I think 25, 24, 25. No, it's a no, I'd... it's not, it's not 26. It's a regular, it's, I think it's just regular. It's 26. Okay. How many on postseason roster in MLB? 26. Okay. But oh, they can only carry 13 pitchers. 13, yeah. Okay. So you can't load up on pitchers, another anti-Craig move. Mm-hmm. Yep. Steve says, pretty bizarre to see the Cardinals mail it in as soon as Wainwright got his 200th. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Uh... What I'm interested to see what they do in the postseason, for at least for these wild card games, is where MLB places the Brewers and their opponent. Do they place them early in the afternoon? Do they place some, place you know, some of more towards night because they're, you know, obviously they're playing what four games a day. So, well, okay, let's do some perspective uh, matchups. Now we're okay. Baltimore, Houston, Tampa. I'm looking like at would, the standings. It's too hard to like. Manage. You would imagine that the Dodgers they'll put them at the final. All know, right, let's say Seattle is playing Toronto. Texas is playing Tampa Bay. The Cubs are playing the Brewers, and the Diamondbacks are playing the Phillies. I would say the Brewers, that's probably a bigger game. That's probably the best game, right? Well, if it's Cubs-Brewers, that'll get a juicy spot. Yeah. Where's that? Where would that Toronto-Seattle matchup be? In Seattle or? Uh, Texas. Or Texas-Seattle? That's a good matchup, too. That's, you know, that's a division. Or no, Toronto-Seattle. See, it's very... Yeah, you know who's in and who's out for the most part outside of the National League's got a little bit of breathing room, but then these these teams in the American League East, like right now, Seattle and Texas are tied. I, I had that wrong. I should include Minnesota. I had that totally wrong because they're tied. One of these one of these teams isn't going to get in. Yeah, Minnesota's getting that noon spot. I'll tell and you, they're that a half right game now. behind Houston, so you're going to have because Toronto keeps winning. 
So Toronto, Seattle, Texas, Houston, two of those teams might get bounced. And by the way, I said the Dodgers, uh, they'll have a bye. I don't know why. Yeah, we're, we're just throwing out a lot of misinformation here. Um, you if can it's edit Bre- that, if it's the edit that Cubs, before we go live, if you could. If it's the Brewers Cubs, they'll have a very nice spot where I think people will be out of work and uh, people don't have to worry about missing school or work and can get to the game. So I've already seen some very, very pessimistic tweets that the Chicago Cubs, they've got the uh, the Pirates Thursday, then a series against the Rockies, on the road against the Braves, and then Milwaukee. Very pessimistic tweets that the Cubs could actually have two champagne shower nights in Milwaukee, clinching that final weekend, and then coming here and beating us. No. No. Not happening. No. Not happening. I, I, for one, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs just because of tiebreakers. I mean, did you see that they hold no tiebreaker over any of those teams? Hey, that's why, you know, some of these, we, we start in April and May and June and you say, oh, it's just one game. Fam, I'm here to tell you every game matters. I said that to a buddy earlier, a game in May matters just as much as a game tomorrow. They all matter the same. Oh, David Bakhtiari week two, week 17. What's the difference? There's a difference. There's no difference. They lost. And in practice again. Uh, Tim, do you see it more of a, a, a going to be a situation where the Cubs are already eliminated by the time they get to Milwaukee? And no, no, I, you don't. I, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a fact where the Brewers are gonna have to make some decisions. Do they want to pitch their good guys? Uh, do you want to keep them in the same rotation and? pitch them against the Cubs and knock them out of the playoffs. You want to hold them back and wait till they, you know, till, till the wild card and pitch. If there's a discussion about pitching the top guys in that final weekend, once you've wrapped it up or saving them for the playoffs, if there's a discussion, I want those people smacked in the face. Knocking out the Cubs is not as important as beating whoever you face in the playoffs. Bears fans regret letting the Packers in that one year and beating them in the uh, Packers went into Chicago and beat them in the NFC championship game. No, just I, I, I just can't subscribe just to saying. that. I can't subscribe to that theory. Uh, I, I actually, I'm with Tim. I think if you got a chance to knock them out, knock them out. The new England Patriots should not have tried to go 17 and 0. You gave life to the Giants, and they knew they could beat you, and they did. All right. What about this? What about this? Brewers have, you know, line it up where it is, uh, Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta in the wild card games. You win game one of the wild card game. Do you kind of toy with, with your pitching rotation and say – You've been you've been asking questions like this for two months. Wade Miley? Do you <laughs> go do you with a Wade Miley? Do you go with a Wade Miley in game two where – then you can save Woodruff and Peralta for LA and maybe steal one out in LA and get two wins. I guess it's a, it's a fine conversation. Uh, I'm going to look at it, how I look at my survivor pool at splash sports. And you can also <laughs> sign up for the week three pool splash sports.com backslash Winkler. I, I try to win today, today. Okay. I don't, I don't care about, it's it's I just I try to win today today. 
Because once you start looking ahead, and you never know what's going to happen. But but didn't you just say not to tr- try not to? Uh, you, but that you were just saying for the Cubs, if you had a chance to eliminate them, you wouldn't try to. No, I no, I wouldn't. But you win for but for fantasy sports, you you win for now. No, that's different. Hell, <laughs> is it? I, if I if I if I am if I am the Brewers and I've got nothing to play for this final weekend, I don't give a shit what the Cubs do. I'm not going super hard against them to make sure I don't have to face them. I just let the dice roll. See, no, especially in this sport. Cause, no, because if it, if if this were Yankees, no, because then you start getting Chicago Barry, where all that matters to you is the Packers. You can't think of anything else but the Packers. Then you lose to the Packers, and your whole organization crumbles. I guarantee you, if this were Yankees, Yankees, uh, Red Sox, no. they would be they would be thinking about knocking the other team out of the postseason, so they don't a so they don't have to see them, and b so they ruin their season. I think yeah. that we. I think that if you're an if you're going to be a serious World Series contender, you can't be fucking around with shit like that. All right. But if you were a, a real World Series contender, wouldn't you be trying to win every game? Treat it. If, like I'm, if I'm if I'm really trying to win the World Series, the last thing I'm trying to do is knock out who. Like I don't care. Okay. And the Cubs aren't even the Cubs aren't even like that good. Yeah, but they catch fire in Milwaukee. Anyone can come games. here and catch fire. I, yeah, but you know what? The Cubs are the one t- are probably the one team. When I look at that list of teams, it's like I don't want to play them. I don't want them coming to Milwaukee. Well, yeah, but if they were the Wilmington Cubs, we wouldn't care. Oh my god. I, okay. All right. It's fine for us fans to hope the Brewers knock out the Cubs. That's fine. We're three fans. But if the team is thinking that way, then just go to Maui uh, October 5th. Screw it. You're done. Stupid. I got Jerry on my side, so that's how I know I'm in good graces. Well, on that note, uh, I got to get back to work. But uh, great talking to you guys. And uh, Tim, if you can't find anybody else and you're worried, you know, if you want a guy who's Hand makes noise <laughs> to, to watch your back so in, in, nope, in, a, I'm good. in a stadium filled with Cubs fans. You you slide into my DMs, buddy. Love you, pal. See you guys. <laughs> Bye, Sean. God. Ugh. Anything else from the last week of Brewers? I've uh, I, I talked some stadiums, so we talked about that. Uh, here, yep, yep. Hear about it every day at work. Actually, I do want to get. We've de- we've had some good reporting on that, by the way. I'm gonna play some voicemails. Are you cool with that? Yeah, let's hear. Let's let's see what you got here. Some Carl's plays voicemails. Um, four zero two nine one five B A R T four zero two nine one five two two seven eight. Carl of et backslash Bart Golf Simulators. This is from John and Franklin. It's about the stadium conversation I had with Dan Schaefer. Uh, good morning, John Franklin. Just a quick one here. Congrats to the Brewers keeping their foot on the gas, picking up the next two in uh, St. Louis after the disappointing one. 
uh, opener with the uh, Cardinals. I want to get in on this uh, stadium debate real quick. Um, let's let's. I, I agree with you, Bart. We need to try to make this a bipartisan thing. I don't know if that's possible in this environment in this country these days. So I don't know. The less we can keep, you know, the politics. The, the most we, the more we can keep the politics out of it, if possible the better it's going to be for all of us as far as getting this deal done. But there's something to think about here. And as far as the Brewers, you got to wonder if they're, uh, or Amnazio, is against development near the stadium. Let's face it. They had the best thing going with TGI Fridays in the stadium. And I was at two hundreds of games as a season ticket holder. And the times I brought my wife, there wasn't a time we couldn't go there and drop 80 hundred dollars sometimes between drinks and, and meal best food in the stadium hands down best drinks you know you kicked them out you didn't renew their lease because you wanted to sell your own version of the watered down uh drinks that you offered uh it, it's just disappointing and and you'd rather you'd rather cannibalize your own stadium instead of letting somebody else making the money. You know, I, it's just beyond me. The Long Island iced teas that they, they had out, I don't even think they sell them anymore because nobody was buying them water down those. Because they were, a, you know, a piss-poor recreation of what TGI's was out, what we had out there. So I think that could be part of the reason why, you know, it might not make sense to us why something isn't getting done quicker. And as far as developing the area like Fiserv. I just think that the brewer management and ownership might have a different way of looking at things. Prove me wrong. I'm out. No, I think John's right. I don't think they're that interested. That like all of the all of the beer district redevelopment stuff, not any of that is coming from the brewers. He's a hundred percent correct. It's coming from people that have wishful thinking about what that area could be. The brewers are totally fine with what it is. Why? And if I was like Kelly's Bleachers and, and all these on, on Blue Mound, I would be like, whoa, let's pump it on the any of these bars. They all got shuttles. I'd be like, you're coming to us. We're not advocating for a beer district because then the brewers can just, that's the money we're making. Hmm. You know, so I, I don't want to, I don't want you to do that. Again, the perfect scenario is just if Kelly's was where the highway was and, and vice versa. No one it would be the greatest shit ever. You could just, you walk to the game. Now you could take a shuttle. You know, that's still fine as long as you can get there. But, uh, yeah, the Brewers don't seem even when, when Rick Schlesinger says tailgate culture, he don't care about tailgate culture. He just means we don't, but I don't, but they can get, see, but they can get more money if they have more stuff there. But they don't seem I, to want that stuff there. I know. I don't know why. He's always been like that. But they got X-Golf and they got Fridays, or not Fridays, whatever it is now. I'm telling you, though, you would think that that's a draw. Like if X Golf was where that field was, Hellfair Field. That's not how you say it. X what? Hellfair? Is that how you say it? Yeah. People, I would go more. The fact that I have to go into a stadium, it's weird. I gotta go into the stadium to eat. You would think it would be a draw, like, oh, I can eat and see the stadium. It's actually less of a draw. If you had a little area with X golf and a stadium bar and whatever, it would be more of a draw. Being in the being in the stadium somehow somehow is less of a draw. 
Do you want to go to Miller Park? You want to go inside and eat? No, nah, just I'll no. go to the Chili's down the street. Exactly. Which is weird. All right, I got one from Spark Guy. Uh oh. Spark guy here. How you doing? Quick question for you. Um, Brewers win six nothing. Magic number down to three. Looks like they will clinch the division, likely in New York, uh, celebrating at Yankee Stadium. But it does bring to mind you've talked from a fan perspective. What? 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 Uh, Spark, you're looking at the schedule wrong. That's all right. He, I believe, they'll be in Miami. Yeah, we already played the Yankees. Sloppy, 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 bud. Misinformation. Right? From baseball perspective, if you're Craig Council and you're those guys, that final series is coming up. Cubs are currently about a half game up uh, in the final wild card. They're behind the Diamondbacks, Phillies. The way the schedule plays out, it looks like going into that last series with the Brewers, the Cubs will take a fall. Of course, they could all fall apart, but if it plays out kind of with the schedule, the Cubs got the Rockies next, they got some easier games. Who you play to beat the Cubs? Right? Uh, to beat the Packers in 2010 to knock them out of the Same playoffs. shit. No. Same shit we're talking about. I, and I, we've talked about it. I say no. I say no. And Tim right. says yes. I say yes. You might as well. I mean, again, I bring up that Packer thing, so... But you're playing this, 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 and this is why I brought the Patriots before, because their their goal needs to be the playoffs and the Super Bowl, and they made the regular season their goal. You don't, you don't, you've already got enough to play for. Don't make up shit to play for. You're not going to put a banner up that says "Knock the Cubs out of the playoffs." Yeah, they might. The Brewers might. <laughs> well, yeah, Brewers might. Anything else on the Brewers from the week that was? Uh, no, it's just nice to see them rebound. You know, when usually, you know, they get what, shut out on Monday. The day before, they only scored one run at home. So usually when they go in those droughts, it lasts a little longer. So it's nice to see that was only two games that they really didn't score or hit the ball. It went That, that Sunday game went into extra innings, the double play against uh, Washington. Um, but uh, it's nice to see that uh, – they regrouped after that Wainwright, and we all knew that was going to happen on Monday. Like you saw Wainwright, and he was going yeah. for yeah. So we all knew that was going to happen. So, um, but it's nice to see them come back and take three or four, um, have a party down in Miami. Hopefully this weekend at some point. Look at the Miami flu. Uh, I did also want to bring up Chris Middleton talked about Giannis. Kind of business as usual either way. It doesn't affect me personally. I don't think it affects the team. It's something he said almost every year in contract extension talks. Again, earlier in the week, I pointed out the things that he had said in different seasons, and it's about the same kind of stuff. So it's the same stuff that he always says. I just saw uh, Travion Diggs suffered a torn ACL confirmed. And is in out practice? For the, and is out for the season. Yes. What? Yep. It just came through from Adam Schefter. MRI confirms Tra- Travion, Trayvon Diggs suffered a torn ACL. That is awful. Oof. Breaking news. There's the breaking news. All right, I got to get going, but Badgers. Um, Badgers tomorrow, Friday, today. 
Yeah. How do you? Once they lost, I'm out. I, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, but you know what? They still have everything in front of them. You know, you if if you somehow, I don't know. Uh, they should win at Purdue. They should. That should be a win. Okay. Do you like the Friday night, or are we gonna? I, do yeah, it's, I mean, different. Obviously, the Badgers will never play a Friday night home game. Um, but I guess this is a way for Purdue to get get their primetime games in on national TV. But it's always kind of tricky when you go to Purdue and play at night. So it'll probably be a blackout, and we'll see what happens. But they live for their night games down in West Lafayette. And then uh, who do you got for Thursday? I mean, the, the, the 49ers, right? I would assume. Um, the more important question is who do you got for Colorado, Oregon? Oh, give me Oregon to finally – Put the knife right through Dion's back. All right, uh, Jake. I can get Jake. I can get you for a, a second. I'm wrapping up. What's up? Oh, you're just gonna leave me hanging. Uh, like, I really just wanted to see man. Timmy. I haven't seen him since the tailgate, and I missed that face. You're looking good, man. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I'll just give you a couple quick hitters then, almost like a voicemail. Uh, first things first, Bart, I know you're into 90s music. New Blink-182 released today. One of the songs is incredible. Check it out. Um, yeah, I'll get right on that. You should, Wait a minute. You don't like the Blink? You're fine. Oh, come on, Bart. I, I, all right, we got to delve, delve into this another time. But um, also, the Bucks are reportedly talking to Indiana about uh, Buddy Heald. I don't uh, believe it. Boston is also talking to them and I saw somebody on Twitter say this is going to inevitably lead to Malcolm Brogdon being reunited and I'm kind of here for it. He's pretty I much really, there's something is this is a disservice to people that like Bucks content. I can't do that. I can't speculate about Buddy Heald. I can't speculate about Dame. It's just so much fucking nonsense all the time. Shit never happens. Isn't that it just trade rumors in general though in any sport you're going to run into that? Like what do you what do you what's for the big deal? For some reason, with the but we're always trying to tinker. We're always like like the Bucks. The Bucks roster is like that '67 Corvette in your granddad's garage, or like uh, remember Home Improvement? Tim's always working on that car. After eight seasons, they finally took it out for a drive because there's always one more thing we need to fix. It's just too much. Well, as is the roster's incomplete because they don't. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think they have any point guard because I don't see Drew Holiday as a point guard. And uh, they need a backup. And Brogdon is that perfect kind of one-two swing man that can play both. Assuming there's no heat within the rest of the players, I think it would be great. David Bakhtiari. Can he play in the playoffs? No. That's the most important thing. I think if you you monitor that situation. Um, But the last thing I wanted to – bring up is I wanted to push back on you for not reading the Ryan Braun article. That's fine. If you want to keep your head in the sand, Bart, but then if people are saying bitching about him not being in the hall of fame, that means you can't speak up because you got to have all the information. Braun <laughs> should have his number retired by the brewers or yeah. Number retirement, whatever. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's off the table. But, uh, yeah, read the article, Bart. I think it might be a little bit enlightening for you. Well, I hate to break it to you, but they're never reissuing eight. So retirement ceremony or not, they will never give out that number. Who would want it? Ooh. God knows I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be associated with that. 
guy's a taint and a half. Anyways, I really just wanted to say hi to Tim. I miss you, buddy. Thank you. I'll see you at the Bucks get together when we have the Winkler Winkler versus Bucks game. All right. <laughs> I right, love you guys. Love you. Those are all facts that he said about Ron. So, yeah, he was mean and sorry. I didn't tell you I saw Giannis at my kids swimming. Yeah. Nice. Taking just a being a dad. Taking a lap or with. Wait, are your kids about the same age? Yeah. Could I smell a friendship? Trying. All right. I tweet him every day, pictures of my son and yeah. a Photoshop picture of him, son. So I'll take pictures of my son at like the playground and then I'll Photoshop a picture of his son and I'll be like, see what could be. He's never responded. Nope. All right. Uh, live show after Packers Saints. I'll join you. I'll join you. Go Brewers. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.